0: Well, alright, alright, alright. Happy Friday to those of you who are tuning in live. As you guys know, um, every Friday we have a live show. And actually, <laughs> a funny story, guys. Um, today's guest was supposed to be on <clears throat> in December. And for whatever reason, it wasn't meant to be. Uh, I had major technology issues, so this is a, a reschedule. I'm super excited to have Sarah Elkins with us today. I just want to go through my quick announcements as a reminder. Um, if you're hearing this on the recording, make sure you're inside the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook community. Uh, we'd love to have you here. It's a positive, like-minded, supportive community of people who are go-givers. They, they want to have their best health, their best wealth, their best wisdom, and be surrounded Um, by people who want the same. And if you hear this on the replay, um, you can comment below hashtag replay. And of course, if you're on live, hit hashtag live. And then if you see value at any time during this show, and same thing for you, Sarah, later, please hit the share button with your community because we're always looking to inspire, educate, and equip people out there. And man, um, I don't know about you guys, but I felt January. I know I had I had the Omicron thing going on this month. You can probably still hear it a little bit in my sinuses. I didn't want to say a whole lot about it (laughs) because I was like, I don't want to put that energy out there, but I I will say I'm happy to be on the other side of it and excited to have you here today, Sarah. So I'll go ahead and introduce you. Um, Sarah is a storyteller, and I'm going to share a story about that in a little bit, a communication coach, author. Gallup certified Strengths Finder coach. I've only had one other uh, Strengths Finder coach in almost 200 episodes. So this is great to have you here today. And I remember Sarah was introduced to me by the Frank again, our friend from the East Coast. And he said, Oh my gosh, you got to have Sarah on your show. And I was like, Oh, okay. And I take Frank's words very seriously, his introductions. He's, a, he's an amazing networker, right? And so mm-hmm. he connected us. I still remember the phone call that we had, Sarah, instead of like maybe a 10-minute conversation, we had like a 45-minute conversation talking about our journeys moving across country, um, being a parent, being a business owner, entrepreneur, all of the things, wearing all of the hats. And I, I really felt connected at the heart. And and so that tells me um, that you are the real deal, Sarah. And um, I just want to acknowledge you for being amazing and I'm super excited to have you on our show today.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it. I felt that same connection. We had so much in common within seconds and yet completely different lives lived. So
0: That's awesome. I'd love for you to share more about your journey. How did you become all of things? And and of course, wanted to give a shout out to my brother from another mother, Sean Waite, tuning in from a much warmer climate than usual in Panama City Beach, Florida. Again, anybody joining us, don't forget to comment below hashtag live or hashtag replay. So how did you become all of these amazing things? And tell us a little bit more about your journey.
1: Well, it wasn't until just a few years ago that I became a certified strengths coach. And one of the things that came up on my strengths results was adaptability and activator. And all of the years, like I could look back on so many patterns that could be uncovered simply with those two words. And Mm. I I just get bored really easily. So anyone with adaptability and their top talents generally is a two to three year employee. And if I had only known that as a young adult, I would have made my life a lot different, I think. But anyway, so that's the story of how I end up jumping from one thing to the next is that I get bored really easily and I learn quickly and I get excited and I get really enthusiastic about something. And then I hit a point where I'm like ready for the next thing. And Hmm. that may resonate with a lot of your listeners. And if that's you, that's a beautiful thing because Hmm. having adaptability in your top talents, at least for the last two years, has made a huge difference for the community that you serve. Because people with adaptability are the ones that are in demand right now more than ever because we're modeling what it looks like to deal with uncertainty with grace.
0: Mm. People
1: with adaptability are the ones that you're going to, to, to look at to say, how is she handling all this uncertainty? Mm. Because I know that um, that person is going to handle it. So I'm going to look to her to what happens next. So wow. it's been especially important for, for people with adaptability and the top talents to know that. At the same time, you know, there's always for better or for worse, right? Sean, I totally hear you. But for better or for worse, um, <coughs> that adaptability has been on overdrive, which means that we probably aren't feeding our other strengths right now because we're so busy being adaptable.
0: Wow. I, I, I didn't want to interrupt you. I have a joke. This is me just being self-deprecating. I, I've had two jobs in my career, actually technically three, um, but two of them uh, that I lasted seven months. So what does that say about me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you probably have adaptability or maybe, maybe you have belief or responsibility, which means that you can't work under certain circumstances that don't fit your mm. moral or ethical values. So I, I left a job because the leader of the organization was so unethical. I just couldn't. I couldn't. I was getting paid well. I was in a really good spot. I liked what I was doing, but mm-hmm. the way that that behavior was insipid in the team, I just I couldn't tolerate it. So I left. Mm-hmm.
0: You said something that I don't know if you if you can speak to because uh, there's so many people, even if they don't know if they have adaptability mm-hmm. or if they don't, like I shared with you, my top five before, um, adaptability wasn't in the five, maybe it was in the 10. I haven't taken the Gallup test in a really long time, Mm -hmm. but if they don't have it, how do they, I love the words you said, I'm going to repeat them, deal with uncertainty with grace?
1: Oh my gosh. Isn't that the question of the, the last two years? Well, first of all, What I love about StrengthsFinder is the idea that you understand your blind spots innately. You understand what you need to feed in order to feel satisfied in your life. So I know if I'm starting to feel comfortable, like in a way that feels almost complacent to me, where other people might feel that contentedness as a good thing, when I start to feel that contentedness, I know I'm going to end up sabotaging myself because I need to feed my adaptability. So if you have the opposite talents, like consistency in your talents, I want you in my circle Mm. because um, what I love about knowing other people's strengths is that I know how we can serve each other, how we can complement each other. I don't expect myself to ever be good at consistency. That's not in my top talents. It's way down in the bottom. So I hire people or I surround myself with mentors and assistant. I just hired a wonderful assistant to keep me accountable and keep me consistent. Mm -hmm. So when you're dealing with uncertainty, making sure that you have what I call a personal board of directors with Mm -hmm. you that you trust, that have complementary talents and complementary ways of thinking, obviously not the same. You want that diverse thought in your Mm -hmm. inner circle.
0: The complementary.
1: So I'll give an example. Um, Because my adaptability has been on overdrive, I haven't really been feeding my strategic very well. Mm -hmm. And strategic is my number one strength. So um, I have to have somebody with consistency in my circle to remind me, oh, Sarah, you got to turn up the dial on your strategic here. (laughs) You're Mm -hmm. spinning your wheels because you're switching gears super quickly and probably before you should. Right on. Does that does that kind of answer your question? It
0: it does. The tricky part is I think that most people might be asking because I'm thinking it, you know, there's the saying <clears throat> your vibe attracts your tribe, right? And mm-hmm. I have built a, a Facebook group, podcast community, and a lot of times we attract people who are just like us. And yet what you mm-hmm. said is diversity, complementary, and you're, you're speaking to your team, right? And I'm not necessarily talking about your ideal oh, target no. market. Although I'm
1: talking about full life.
0: All of it. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So how do, they, how do we find those people, other than obviously talking to you, um, how do we find those people with those complementary strengths that can help fulfill and make us more well-rounded?
1: Well, one of the things that I love to do as a storyteller and as a storytelling coach is I ask a lot of questions, but one key question I like to ask people is to tell me about an accomplishment or a satisfying moment in their lives. So I don't I don't ask people what they do first thing. That is never the first question I'm going to ask somebody. I'm going to ask them about what did what did you recently read that resonated with you? Mm. Whether it was an article on online or a book or um, what were you listening to? I'm listening to At- Atomic Habits right now, which mm. is really an interesting concept for somebody with adaptability and no consistency. Um, it's great, by the way. It's, it's a good, it's book. good book. Yeah, I've read. It's helping I recommend it. <laughs> it's helping me in my coaching. Um, so, whatever I'll ask a question like that, and their answer tells you so much about how they think. So, as an example, I asked. Um, I have a coaching client that just got she's about to get offered her dream job she's so excited when i asked her tell me about something that really was satisfying to you that you felt like an accomplishment she told me this story about how um she hadn't heard from her mom she lives in texas and her mom lives in albuquerque new mexico she hadn't heard from her in a few days she was really worried so she ended up um actually calling her the the person's mother so her grandmother and saying Mm -hmm. hey can you go check on my mom I haven't heard from her for a few days, and the grandmother checked on her, and and there was something really wrong. Like her, she was not tracking, she wasn't eating, Um, something was going on in her brain that was not working. And so this young woman, my coaching client, flew to Albuquerque, went in to see her mom, realized something was wrong, took her to the hospital, Um, and then she had to figure out all of the power of attorney issues. From there Mm. in that moment, she had her mom sign the power of attorney documents, which she downloaded. She did all this quick research. This woman put it all together and managed to take care of her mother over the course of this week and get her into assisted care, diagnosed, dealing with the power of attorney, emptied her apartment and put everything in storage so she wouldn't be paying rent. I mean, that was her accomplishment. And I thought, oh, my gosh. This woman, first of all, she has Achiever and her top talents, guaranteed, and responsibility, <laughs> right? Achiever and responsibility. These are the talents that I want in my inner circle. So mm. asking them a question, tell me a story about, always uncovers something about how they're motivated, their natural talents, things that they would do that you wouldn't even think about how to do that. You wouldn't even know where to get started. Mm.
0: That's so powerful. I love that. Yeah, and and I know we've talked about this privately, but you have to almost really know yourself before you can help others. Um mm-hmm. I've heard someone say work harder on yourself than you do your business and a lot of that <clears throat> inner work though Sarah isn't fun. Like oh. Why is it not fun? And and I, I want to, let me just take a step back and remind you guys um, who are tuning in live, if you have questions, this is the best time, like over the next 10 minutes to ask those questions because I want to be able to answer them. Otherwise, I get to be selfish and have Sarah all to myself. So please hit the share button and of course, ask your questions. But I think I've been on this journey ever since I met you. I think I shared with you, I've been going in and understanding, you know, how can I Um, Not that I've attracted any bad ones, okay? I'm just disclaimer, but how can I attract, you know, um, higher, you know, paying clients? How can I attract even even a spiritual mentor? I've been working on that, finding a a new coach, all of these things, because I know we are all mirrors of each other, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Your vibe attracts your tribe, and if you start looking around, you start realizing, That person's teaching that aspect of myself. My spouse, whoo, that's a scary one sometimes, is mirroring back something about me that I don't like. So therefore, I'm going to go and be judgy towards him, realizing, oh, wait, that's my stuff that's coming up right now, you know? So really going in and getting clarity, because I know you have a a program we're going to talk about that later. Um, Why is it so hard to 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 learn about yourself and and to accept and love yourself for who you
1: are. I love that question. I love that question so much. It's hard because we want to see ourselves a certain way. And when something is reflected back to us that is negative about ourselves, it hurts. It's painful. And some people choose to not go there. They would just rather go into this denial that oh this is how people know me and this is fine and um I'll give you an example I had a coaching client that came to me for for coaching like strengths finder coaching figuring out what his blind spots were and what tools he could use to improve those blind spots what resources were available but he told me he said well I'm kind of I'm kind of an asshole <laughs> and I was like wait what <laughs> and he said well yeah, you know, that's kind of, I'm kind of an asshole. I said, in what way? He said, well, I just tell it like it is. I'm really direct. Mm. And um, some people just take it wrong. And I'm like, well, which people? He said, well, lots of people. And I said, okay, um, how's that going for you? He said, well, I don't really care what people think. And I said, okay, but you reached out to me for help with this as a communication coach. Mm. So um, I'm curious if you don't care then how do you expect to influence? You can't influence people if you don't care what they think of you. Wow. So I asked him how his relationships were, and he said, well, they're okay. He said, which relationships? And I said, well, with do you have a partner? He's like, no. I said, did you in the past? He said, yeah. I said, would you like one in the future? He said, yeah, I wouldn't turn that down. And I said, well, you're going to have to deal with this whole being an asshole thing then. Mm. (laughs) Because... You can change, but you have to choose it. You have to look in the mirror and see your patterns and figure out where you're getting in your own way. Mm. And he can still be himself, his authentic self. He's just going to have to adjust how he presents that authentic self externally.
0: And even I would say, and you're the expert, not me, but uh, even his own perception of himself, like him saying that he's an asshole, I mean... I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. It's kind of like good cop, bad cop. It's just maybe mm-hmm. um, if that's what he says and throws around, then it, it comes across maybe not so loving and not so graceful. He could probably reframe that a little bit. It, it would, do you think that would be a oh, good idea?
1: Absolutely. And our in our work together, he did. I mean, we really talked about it. And I'll give you a couple, another example about those labels that we give ourselves. We're not necessarily giving them to ourselves in our younger years, but we hold on to them later, even if the evidence shows that we're not that way. So, for instance, um, I was called bossy and impulsive. I, and I always considered myself impulsive. And the, the reality is now that I know my strengths... And I've been working on this self-reflection piece, which is the key to having better relationships. Mm-hmm. You have to self-reflect if you want to improve your relationships. You have to know where you're getting in your own way, right? Yeah, well, and, business business is all about relationships, right? So it starts with the relationship with yourself, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. So you have to self-reflect. You have to see where your patterns are. And um, it wasn't until I took StrengthsFinder and I worked with my first coach, and she said— um, so how do you describe yourself? I said, Well, I'm I'm a little impulsive. And she said, Well, you have activator in your top talents and adaptability. She said, but you lead mm. with strategic. So I want you to rethink this whole impulsive thing. The next time you're doing something that you consider impulsive or that somebody externally says, Oh, that's impulsive, think about what went into your decision to take that step. Mm. And it wasn't until she told me that, and it took me months to uncover this, that it's because my brain works so fast to get from point A to point B. I know immediately the fastest, most direct route to get from point A to point B without even thinking about it pops into my head. Mm. So it's not impulsive. I've Mm. actually thought about it. I'm just very fast at it. Where I get in my way is that I'm not particularly deliberative I don't necessarily think about what obstacles I might hit on the way. And that's where, exactly. So that's where I have a great partner. My husband is deliberative.
0: Mm.
1: So if I'm about to step foot into something and I'm not, I'm like in that hesitation mode, you know, like I don't hesitate much, but if I do, I know it's important. (laughs) And I go to my husband, well, what obstacles do you think I'm going to hit? And it's not about asking for permission. It's about knowing what I'm going to hit ahead of time, so I have some preparation.
0: I love that. Well, and I think all of us could be more deliberate, or I would say intentional, um, in our relationships with ourselves and and others. And I, I time is flying by, Sarah. So I I don't want to. Uh, I want to give enough time to this new course you have. I just love the title, um, "Discovering Clarity, One Bite at a Time."
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: so can you share a little bit more about what that's all about?
1: Sure. Yes. Um, People are in major transformation and transition right now. And we always are in one way or another, but in the last two years, people are starting to realize that they're dissatisfied. And I like to use uh, an analogy of being hungry. So this is this discovering clarity one bite at a time. I imagine that people are really hungry right now, and they're just realizing that they're hungry. It's been going on for a while. They've been feeding everyone but themselves. And suddenly they realize there's this underlying level of dissatisfaction that's starting to grow. And so many of us dismiss it because we think, well, we have a good life. We have a good job. We have these these people in our lives, these kids, whatever. So I shouldn't be dissatisfied. But as long as that's bubbling up underneath there, eventually it's going to blow. So when you're really, really hungry and you're, you're finally realizing you're hungry, you're wandering around and you find this restaurant and this wonderful scent of food is coming from the restaurant. So you walk in super excited, ready to eat, and the menu is a mile long. And you're so overwhelmed because there's so many opportunities out there right now. We don't even know what jobs are going to exist in the next five years, much less five minutes, Right. So you're Mm -hmm. so hungry, you go and you look at this mile-long menu, and you walk out still hungry Mm. because of that overwhelm. Mm. So this course, it's a five-part course to guide people toward, before you even look at the menu, start looking at what is already satisfying, the things in your life that you can hold on to, figure out kind of what you're hungry for a little bit. Am I hungry for something salty? or something sweet? Is it Mm -hmm. something that's going to fill me up or do I just need a snack? You know, trying to identify what that hunger is before you walk in and look at the menu. Because Mm -hmm. then when you look at the menu, you can kind of figure out what area of the menu to look at, what ingredients, I'm in the mood for something salty, so maybe it's french fries, you know, maybe it's miso soup, whatever it is, if you have this idea Then when you look at the menu, you can pare it down to something that's manageable. Mm. So the course takes you through five, I call it a five course meal. And by the end, you have this understanding that first of all, clarity isn't a one-time thing. Mm. Clarity is something that you have to come back to over and over again to keep that satisfaction at a level where it's not doing you damage and eating you up inside. So yeah, Sean is adding these great comments. Have you seen these?
0: I was just gonna say I, I was um, I was thinking of a thought, but I, I didn't want to interrupt your your flow. Um, yeah. Oh go yeah. Ahead. I think people are almost starving and just realizing it. They just keep ignoring the stomach rumbles. I would actually also what what you said <clears throat> that made me uh, go back and reflect on my own journey is um, trusting your intuition. So many people are looking from the left to the right. You know, what is that person ordering over there? Um, maybe I'll, I'll just do that and not listening to their own hunger, which I would call intuition. And does that resonate with you? Do you have any, any other thoughts? Oh, do you talk about absolutely. that? Absolutely. In-
1: yes. Well, um, I don't necessarily add anything about stop comparing yourself, but I do say stop shooting on yourself. So I should be satisfied. Um, and one of my coaching clients is taking the course and we're doing coaching alongside it, which has been a great way to do it. Um, and he said, I, it's not just that I'm shooting on myself. It's that I look at these things and think, well, I could do this. or I could do that. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm good at things, so I can figure it out. But is it what I really want? Is it going to nourish me? Is it going to feed my natural talents? Mm
0: yeah and that is the key and then unfortunately for better for worse it's kind of like going back to your restaurant analogy maybe you try something new right for the first time on the menu and then you're like hmm not so enjoyable don't think I'm gonna get that again and and it's like I I teach on you know lead generation and sales mastery a lot of times people will they'll they'll go in like a restaurant and they'll choose you know what I'm gonna do a lead generation strategy on LinkedIn or Facebook or I'm gonna do a webinar and then they, they're like, oh man, it went so bad. I, I suck, you know, and they start beating themselves with the whip and focusing, you know, kind of like going to the restaurant and ordering something you don't like. You're like, oh, I just wasted money. You know, do you do you have a way to reframe that inside mm-hmm. of your program?
1: Yes, absolutely. And it's a short program, so there's only so much that we can cover in it. But I do talk about, or there are exercises To help you understand that when you you pick something and you nibble at it, you decide it's not really what you want, you can go back and order something else. And there's no such thing as a waste of time or energy when it comes to exploring new things. And maybe you'll spend a little more money on it. Maybe whatever that is, it's worth it because every experience is an opportunity to grow and learn And I I believe so strongly that it's so much more important to have a deal-breaker list than a laundry list of what you want. These are the things Mm. I absolutely will not tolerate. And then that opens your world to so many more opportunities than having a laundry list of wants. Oops, hold on, guys. I don't
0: know if it's me or... There you go. You froze
1: for a second. You're back. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't know if it was me or you, but that was weird. <laughs> but hopefully, you heard. It's easy. It's better to have a, a list of what you don't want, your deal breakers, than to have a list of your what you absolutely must have, because it limits you when you start having this laundry list. You think about partners well, he has to be this, he has to be that, he has to have this, he has to have that. Then you completely limit your pool of opportunities. And you see employers do that every day when they're trying to do this laundry list of of a job description. Like Mm -hmm. you're missing out on incredible candidates because you have these very specific needs as opposed to deal breakers. That's awesome.
0: Well, I know they can get a special deal. Can you tell them about your course, like any specifics... Um, the price. And then we'll talk about the promo coupon code. She's giving us a smoke and deal as a part of the Healthy, Healthy and Wealthy Wise community.
1: Yes. And I'm so excited to offer this to this particular community. I've been watching, uh, I have to admit, I've been more of a, a stalker on that page than an active participant on it. <laughs> um, but I've seen so many great comments and um, discussions going on over there. So I'm excited to offer this to this particular community. Um, it's normally one hundred and forty nine dollars for this five part court five part course or or um, uh, five course menu as as I like to put it. and uh, the the fifty Kofi is the discount code for fifty dollars off. So it ends up costing you ninety nine dollars. And um but it's not just the course. Every section has an accountability exercise to keep you interested and keep you thinking. And mm. it includes a poster that is shipped to you with sticky notes so that you can wow. reuse this clarity poster. It's a 24 by 18 poster in full color so you can put it up and really see what you're doing in creating your own menu and creating the, the choices that you can make from now and on into, into the future.
0: Awesome. And I'm just putting it in the chat, you guys. Um, I'll put that also in the show notes if you're tuning in later. I do have um, just one more question for you, Sarah. just want to go over some really quick announcements um, for my community for upcoming events and exciting things that are happening. Um, There's a lot of things that I am really pouring rocket fuel and giving back to you guys as part of my community. Number one, uh, high sales performance class um, or high performance sales (laughs) master class. That's a whew, a bit of a tongue twister. Um, next Thursday, I have not taught that class with the Jenny Harkle Road subconscious mind coach extraordinaire who helped me go from zero to hero in my mindset um, at the beginning of the pandemic. Literally, I was freaking out. I wasn't making any money on a monthly basis. And she helped me at that time with clarity since we were talking about that. And so we haven't done this class since July of 2020, you guys. Um, So this is our first time since then, and it's going to be our last time, Um, maybe the only time we do this class all year. It's free, 90 minutes. Um, We have free gifts and goodies for you guys um, if you sign up before next Thursday, February 3rd. So go to this link right now, not now, but right now, (laughs) and go to balancedyou.org forward slash performance and sign up for that. I also wanna make a quick announcement. Um, Besides that masterclass, another thing I'm doing free for the month of February is my membership. Um, My membership program is three live hours a month with me, plus a referral speed networking group. I'm gonna teach you how to turn leads that you get from referrals. Um, and networking zooms into sales. So I'm, I'm doubling the time that I used to offer for that program, and I'm giving it away for free for 30 days. So if you go to loiscoffee.com forward slash membership, I'll put that in the show notes because unfortunately I don't have a, a banner to put on the the uh, this, this screen right now, but loiscoffee.com forward slash membership membership. Um, And then in March, um, the price is $197 a month, every month thereafter. Um, But I'm really building this to be a huge community, um, hundreds of modules of training inside of my member vault, plus four, actually, it's almost five hours um, of access to me live. So it's about a $2,000 value. So you don't want to miss out on that, because it's the only time I'm going to allow it to be free um, for a 30-day trial. So go check that out. So last but not least, I always ask um, a closing question of all my guests. So if you've been stalking me well, you probably already know the question, Sarah. Um, But when you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, which is the name of my podcast and community, what does that mean for you?
1: It means identifying what you consider success and being able to make choices based on how you define success Mm -hmm. and reassessing that. Regularly, because what I thought of as success 10 or 15 years ago is very different from what I would consider success now. Mm, wow. Oh my gosh. I can so
0: relate to that. That is a beautiful. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, for giving an amazing value. And I hope you guys take advantage of her. Course, it's also a one time deadline driven deal. I think her promo code um, did you want to share, or did you? I don't think you yeah, shared when that. It's
1: 50 Kofi, so 50 K O F F I, and it expires on February 14th. So if you want to buy this for your partner as a gift, I would highly recommend it. And even better, take a few friends along for this. Um, it's so much better if you have a group, an accountability group, three friends doing this together Mm. so that you have discussion points and being able to have a conversation around what you're learning about yourself and what you're going for. When people know what you're looking for, they're a lot more likely and able to help you find it. Mm.
0: Yeah. I was going to say, it might not be bad for partners, but also um, business owners with their clients so that's brilliant. Well, thank you so much. Again, guys, if you saw value in today's show, hit the share button with your community. And if you're not already inside of this Facebook community where Sarah and all of my guests are, what are you waiting for? Jump in. The water is warm, as I like to say. Healthy and wealthy and Wise Facebook community. And if you love the show, please write a review, um, share it with other people as always, and come back next week, um, our guest next week. I'm super excited. I was just on her podcast Audrey Bell Kearney, she's an expert in podcasting and speaking events. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be a better podcaster speaker um, and build your community through that, like I have, please show up. Um, Audrey and I are going to have a blast next Friday, February 4th at 10 a.m. Pacific time, same time, same channel. See you then guys. And until next time, here's to your best health, your best wealth and your best wisdom. Bye bye for now. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this Please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at Lois at LoisKofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.